0: As we continue our coverage of the protests in the U.S., around the world, and and right here at home for that matter, let's head to Minneapolis, the city where last week George Floyd died. It has been rocked by protests and riots, but also the scene of people coming together to help each other. Janelle Klein is a reporter with the NBC affiliate Kara Levin in Minneapolis. She joins us this afternoon. Janelle, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Janelle, can you set the scene? What have, what have you seen over the past week? What are you hearing? What are people telling you? Oh man.
1: Well, I'll tell you what the last week feels like a month long. I mean, it's just amazing to think that Mr. Floyd was arrested just a week ago today because so much has happened. Um, But this has just been an absolute transformation in the city um, where You know since the arrest happened and all the information began to come out as you've seen where you are and really around the world there's just been an outcry and i think that um you know we're obviously seeing a lot of these issues in cities around uh, the world but certainly i think for minneapolis this was a tipping point where um people really just kind of drew a line in the sand and said we're going to stand up for this
0: Can you give us an idea a bit of history of uh, the minneapolis police department um, and in its history with black indigenous people of of color of the city of of minneapolis st paul
1: yeah i mean minneapolis is not known for its diversity uh, first of all it really is predominantly white it's fairly segregated and the minneapolis police department has not been without controversy in particular Uh, with racial issues um, and many of them have happened over the last several years so there have been uh, several deaths um, concerning the Minneapolis Police Department most of them involving people of color and I think that that played such a large part in what we're seeing now with George Floyd's death that this was not an isolated incident this wasn't a first-time incident this was something that is somewhat like what we've seen in the past and I think people you know there was definitely outrage uh with some of the previous times but i think this was certainly a culmination of those incidents and then mr floyd's death together um, and that's what we're seeing this week as the result of all of that
0: Janelle Klein, a reporter with the NBC affiliate in Minneapolis and joining us from Minneapolis this afternoon. So, Janelle, can you tell us uh, a little bit, you know, you see the extreme good and I think the extreme bad uh, in situations like this. You have said that people, though, are going to great lengths to, to help. Can you tell us a couple of things that have stood out for you over over the past number of days? Yeah, I think that's, and I appreciate you
1: asking that, because I think that's one of the things that I will remember from this is, you know, the images that many of us are seeing coming out of the protests and the riots are certainly devastating. And when you see tear gas and fires and broken glass and the National Guard, um, it's it's scary and it's something you don't expect to see in your city. But on the flip side, and what's probably not being able to be shown as much is people who are responding in a way that they can where there are certainly thousands of people protesting who have not engaged in any kind of rioting or violence of any sort and that's been heartening to see where they're simply marching they're praying they're kneeling they're showing their kids um what it is to speak up and do it in a respectful way and so that's been heartening and also just the community coming together um And one of the things that stuck with me is Saturday, I went to Lake Street in Minneapolis, which was sort of at the heart of all the initial rioting. And many of the the businesses there, I would say most of the businesses there, have been heavily damaged and destroyed um, in the protests. And hundreds of people were coming in, walking in with brooms and dustpans and cleaning supplies. uh, Strangers that were coming in from all over and just working shoulder to shoulder to help these business owners clean up their buildings and to recover and nobody was really talking there wasn't a lot of fanfare about it it was just people who wanted to do something and um, those are the kinds of things that i think will really stick with me when this is all done and really i think the kinds of things that are going to help the community rebuild
0: you have been to the scene where Mr. Floyd died outside of cup Foods. There's a memorial that has been built up over the past number of days. can you can you tell us um, what that scene is like? It's It's by turns somber but also
1: celebratory. and I know that probably sounds odd um, for me to say that, but um when I was there just yesterday certainly there are people who are just deeply deeply moved at seeing the scene of the arrest and seeing a mural that was painted there there are hundreds of flowers and crosses and tributes to Mr Floyd at the scene um and there's also community members that are there again trying to unify those who are visiting the scene playing music offering free food leading groups in prayer trying to celebrate and honor Mr. Floyd at the same time he's being remembered. So, um, again, I think that's been a real touchstone for the community. If they feel like they don't know what to do, that they can at least come to the scene and remember this man who lost his life.
0: Janelle, um, what do we know about the uh, the fired police officer, where the court case sits on that?
1: Yeah, so there were four officers involved in the arrest. Um, if you've seen the video, you see the one that is probably most recognizable and he is the only one thus far that's been arrested so of the four he is the only one that's in custody he's been charged with manslaughter and third-degree murder and he will make his first court appearance a week from today june 8th the other three officers involved have not yet been arrested or charged um and that's something that you know a lot of the protesters and a lot of the people speaking out about this case are pushing for but um you know i think it's also important to remember that these are not easy cases these are complicated cases and the minneapolis uh uh, i guess law enforcement community it, it really i think has had a lot of past history as i said um and the hennepin county prosecutor and their office have had some of the only success in the country with prosecuting police officers so they know what they're doing they have experience with this they have been able to get convictions in similar cases Um, and so while they are very good at that they are not really in a rush to bring charges quickly because they want to be very cautious and do it right and so they did arrest and charge that first officer but even they said that was done at lightning speed in part because of all the unrest here
0: Janelle, we we saw um, video on the weekend of a a semi-trailer on a freeway in in Minneapolis on the the weekend. It kind of drove through the protesters. Do you know what has happened in that case? I've seen two different reports today. One saying that the driver was arrested. Uh, The governor is saying that the the, the driver made a mistake, that no one was hurt. Do Do you know the situation there? Yeah, that's the latest um information that
1: i've received is that this was an individual who was driving a tanker truck um and a lot of the roads including interstate 35w have been shut down over the past week in in part to quell protesters um and also just to kind of control crowds um and so that road was shut down and as you've seen if you've seen the video i have a, a video of it posted on my twitter account if you haven't seen it it's remarkable the hundreds of people marching across this bridge on the mississippi river and out of nowhere a tanker truck comes at pretty quick speeds um uh, blaring his horn the crowd miraculously is able to part um, and it's hard to believe but nobody was hurt or killed um and so he uh did that that yeah it was unreal that happened around six last night and yes the latest information that that we're hearing from authorities is that he did not mean to do that that he wasn't aware that the road was closed that this was not an intentional act of violence or in any way related to the protest um and so you know initially he was arrested um, and I don't know at this point, I don't think a determination has been made as to whether he'll be charged or not. But in any case, officials are now saying that they don't believe that was intentional.
0: And Janelle, before I let you go, I need to ask you about this. Uh, of course, all of this, the, the protests, the, the the violence in some of the cases, all of this is happening during a, a pandemic. Um, mm. The governor has said today that he's concerned about the about the spread, urging people to get tested. Um, there's got to be concern about the spread of the virus um, during these these uh, protests are people uh, the majority of them are they wearing masks is there talk about this at all you know no question there's a
1: lot of concern about that and ironically minnesota has led the nation in following the stay-at-home orders has been very strict about the quarantine we've had some of the um most stringent rules and laws about trying to keep people home to control the virus um so for this to happen now is, is i'm sure the last thing health officials want to see because again you're bringing hundreds and even thousands of people together um, you're bringing a lot of people in from outside uh, the community and so that's always a risk and so yes while there are a lot of people that are wearing masks of course not everybody is and um i think you know, there's never a good time for something like that to happen during a pandemic. But certainly this is sort of, um, you know, a crucial time in Minnesota to c- try to control it. And I think there's an awful lot of concern about that right now.
0: Yeah. OK. And we'll see. Uh, we'll see uh, how all of this continues to unfold in the in the days and weeks to come. Janelle, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us this afternoon. I appreciate it. And your insight. Uh, keep up the good work and please stay safe. Thanks, Jaylene. appreciate you having me. Yeah, take care now. That's Janelle Klein, a reporter with uh, the NBC affiliate Care 11 News in Minneapolis, uh, telling us about what it's like in that city right now.